the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Theological Thursday. We're going to talk about the theology of justification. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, or watching me on my Facebook Live page or YouTube Live page, I'm waving at you. How you doing? At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Of course, we're also on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA. 105.1 FM right here out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV. So big shout out to all of you in Northern Virginia. Also parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania are covered as well. So we've got a big 50,000 watt footprint. This is a call in talk show and you can give me a call at 888-432-7434. That is my number live in studio and it's Theological Thursday. So we're going to talk about the theology of justification. What does justification by faith mean? Uh, I want you to talk to me about this here. Here's the other aspect of the question. Are works necessary for salvation? Now, of course, I'll do some teaching on it and stuff like that, but I want to hear from you first and I'll teach as we talk. I'll give you some scripture and stuff like that, but I really want to know, uh, are works, meaning the way you live, the things you do, the behaviors that you have, are they necessary for salvation? Jesus says, "For the what you did for the least of these, you did for me. So uh, does that mean I have to show that I'm a Christian? I have to do good works. And if I do those good works, then it, uh, you know, then I'm, then I'm saved. But if I don't do those good works, then maybe I'm not saved. Maybe I need to be baptized to be saved. Maybe I need to share love with other people to be saved. Maybe I need to go to church to be saved. Maybe I need to give money to be saved. Uh, so justification by faith or is salvation simply a decision that I make? And as a result of that, I am saved, period. Don't have to do anything else. I just need to trust Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Well, there you go. I set it up good, right? Y'all ready for this conversation? All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for salvation. Make it clear for us today what that means and how this idea of being justified uh, by faith, what that actually means. Uh, give us clarity on this Theological Thursday, we pray. 
in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com and connect with me there, or go to gracismglobal.com, see what gracism is all about, and get the free audio book, and also get a, a download of the podcast that talks about uh, generosity called Gracenomics. I think you really appreciate that podcast. You'll find that again on gracismglobal.com. Now, if you want some Gracism swag, well, go to EmbraceGracism.com. You can get shoes and mugs and, and all that good stuff, okay? If you want to call me today to talk about this question, are works necessary for salvation? Give me a call. That number again is 888-43-BRIDGE. All right? Let's go ahead and kick it off in Chantilly, Virginia with Anonymous, who's on the line. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for taking my call. This is a great, 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 great question. (laughs) I'm excited because, you know, um, it's very important we as Christians have to understand that it is God's grace and mercy Mm. that we are saved. It's a gift, and it's a gift when someone, like your birthday, they come and give you a gift, you don't expect nothing in return, right? Right. It's a gift, and God give it to us. So we don't have to work for it. We don't have to do anything to earn it. It is freely given. He said freely he'll give, right? Right. So, but how have to understand when we're working in the kingdom of God, faith without works is dead. Therefore, if you are a faith believer, you are going to do work to help others to come unto the salvation that God has opened your eyes. So I do think it's necessary to put your hand to the plow because you're opening a vineyard for others to come in and receive the grace of God and that they may receive salvation as well. So it's definitely a gift. Nothing you have to work for. Repent. Look Be baptized in his name and accept him freely, and he'll give that gift if you choose it, Look right? It's a choice. you. My goodness. No, just, you just hit the ball right out the park at the beginning. Lordy, I love it. for opening my eyes. So I thank you for his grace and mercy. I love it. Thank you for kicking the show off, Anonymous. Yes, sir. God bless you and you all your callers. Blessings to you. That's Chantilly, Virginia, showing up, y'all. My goodness. Well, where y'all showing up from? Are you in Virginia? Are you in Washington, D.C.? Where are you? Northeast? Northwest? Where are you at? Anybody in Southern Maryland? Anybody out there in Hagerstown? I want to hear from you. Anybody on the Eastern Shore? I want to hear from you. 888-432-7434. I uh, tell you what, Anonymous was strong. She said that you get salvation by God. God's grace and mercy, period. But she also quoted James, didn't she? Did y'all catch that quotation from James? You know what she said, right? This is exactly what James said. Faith without works is what? Dead. So what does that mean? If Paul is saying in Romans that um, we basically have faith to believe and then we're saved. Right. That's what he basically is teaching us in Romans. But James is like faith without works is dead. Well, who's right? Is it James or is it Paul? Paul says we are justified by faith. In fact, in Galatians 2.16, he says, know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. That's what he says. And then you go to James and James is like, yeah, but faith without works is dead. So are they agreeing? Are they disagreeing? Is that a conflictual statement where they're in conflict? Or is it a complimentary statement where they actually are both right complimenting one another? 
Well, it is Theological Thursdays, right? You got your thinking caps on. You want to talk about this from a theological perspective. Give me, give me a call. Give me a question. Let's talk it out. 888-432-7434. I'm running to my commercial break. What is it? Is it faith? Is it works? Is it both? Is it neither? Hmm. We're coming right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's good, it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You are not afraid to take any topic. Uh, you are very humble, and um, it's, it just gives us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Monday. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. It's just amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. is not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of justification. What does justification mean when you say justification by faith? Or is it by works? Are works necessary for salvation? That's what I want to know. I want you to call me. 
I want you to talk about it. Maybe you're not quite sure. Ask me a question on the topic or tell me what you think about it. Maybe uh, you are not sure, but maybe you've been taught that you need them both to be saved. Is that true? 888-432-7434. Now, James puts it like this. So I'm, I'm going to read James 2, verse 17 and 18. Check it out. In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith. I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what I do. Huh. James, sound like you saying, I say I have faith, but I'm not doing anything. Really, I don't have faith. Then you got Paul, who's like, look, know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we, too, have put our faith in Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by the works of the law, no one will be justified. Oh, Paul. So who's right? Is it Paul or is it James? Y'all like this conversation? Well, on uh, on my Facebook page, someone says, I believe that works are not needed for salvation, but when you do decide to dedicate your life to Christ and develop a relationship with him, you will want to do it for him and the body of Christ. It gives you a fulfillment that nothing can compare to the joy you feel. Well, I agree with that. Give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's see what Donald's talking about. He's in Baltimore, Maryland. Hey, Donald. Hey, Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What do you think about this topic? Do you like it? Oh, Lord have mercy, man. <laughs> I was swerving in and out of traffic. I had to pull over. <laughs> I, 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 I think the previous caller must be a preacher. I, right, right. She had that thing, didn't she? <laughs> oh, man, she didn't broke. She didn't break, she didn't broke it down, man. But um, I wanted to share with you my thoughts on that, Pastor, Tell for me. 30 seconds. Tell me. You know, justification by faith told me, by the little bit of faith that God has given me, that because my sins are worse and worse, that the blood of Jesus, you know, I demand to be died and going to hell. And because of what Jesus did on the cross and the blood that he shed on the cross, God said that justice has been served. Mm. I took that word justification and broke down the word justice, you know, and and because of the blood of Christ and because of the sins that he put upon himself, right. you know, by faith, God told me that he no longer see my sins, but he see the blood of the son, Jesus Christ. So by the little bit of faith that I have, no matter what the devil keep telling me that I'm a screw up every day, the blood of Jesus told me I've been justified by faith. That means <laughs> for everything that the devil said, Jesus said justice has been served. Uh, okay. Look at you. I think you might have some preaching in you too, Donald. Uh, Pastor, I just love that word, man. It just, wow. Woo, Lord. Hey, have you ever heard, have you ever heard justice mean, justification means just as if I'd never done it? Come on now. <laughs> 
Isn't that something? Open line, man. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> hey, God bless you. Okay, Donald from Baltimore. Bless you. Thank you, sir. Good topic, man. Talk to you later. It is a good topic because you want to know why you're justified. So justification, you say, what does that mean? That's a big old college word. Just as if I'd never done it. That's what it means. God declares you righteous. The word justified means you're pronounced or treated as righteous. And for a Christian, justification is the act of God, not only forgiving the believer's sins, but imputing upon him the righteousness of Christ. And that's where those texts that say he became sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God. So he takes our sin and then he gives us his righteousness. So then when God sees us, he sees uh, the righteousness of Christ. Can you believe that? And I like to say, and I like to preach at my church, when God sees you, he doesn't see your sin. He sees his son. So you change that I to an O. Every time he looks at you, you are covered by his son and by the blood of Christ. And that's how God sees us. Isn't that something? Well, I want to know what you think about this. I want to know if you have questions about it. And I want you to answer the question, are works necessary for salvation? And uh, James says, without works, faith is dead. Paul says, justification comes by faith alone in Christ. Are they in conflict or are they in a complementary uh, format between the two of them? Are they actually saying the same thing? I want to hear from you. Here's my number. 888 Four three two, seven four three four. Let's go to Grace, who's on the line in Baltimore, Maryland. Hello, Miss Grace. It's Doctor Anderson. How are you? Good afternoon, Doctor Anderson. I'm well, thank you. Thanks for calling. What are you thinking today? Oh, I just love theological Thursdays, and so one of my favorite scripture. I read it most days. Yes. And if you don't mind, it's Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2. Yes, ma'am. It says, therefore, having been justified by faith, mm-hmm. we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand mm-hmm. and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Mm. And I just stand by faith of God's word. I'm not going to add works to it because I don't know how his grace is sufficient. I just thank God for Jesus. Amen. I thank God for Jesus too. Thank you, Miss Grace. God bless you. Okay. Well, she said it it is Theological Thursday. And uh, if you got your thinking caps on and you get excited about kind of the stimulating conversations about theology, this is your day. You want to talk about marriage? It's Marriage Mondays. You want to talk about some politics and social issues? It's Tough Topic Tuesdays. You want to talk about wisdom on different topics? It's Wisdom Wednesday. If you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about, it's Open Phone In Fridays. Okay, but today's Theological Thursday, and I love uh, the the topic and the conversation. So uh, let's thank the producer for that. Danita is in Rockville, Maryland. How you doing today, Miss Danita? Uh, I'm I'm doing well, Doctor Anderson. Nice to talk with you, and thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Thank you. What are you thinking on this topic? You know, I think my pastor often tells me it's not only context but it's also audience. So the two uh, disciples of Jesus Christ, uh, Paul and James, were talking to two different audiences. Okay. Come on, student, teacher. And and so so, um, at that time, Jews were 
had the right, the holy grail to God. Mm-hmm. So they were the chosen race. And so they were making people qualify mm-hmm. for God's grace. Right. Even get circumcised. Yes, Mm -hmm. they had to go to the letter of the law and even jump through a few hoops that weren't in uh, Scripture. Right. But what um, Paul talks to is by—because we were always working as the Gentiles. Right. Everything we did was work. Right. And so it's context and it's audience. I like it. The Jews were used to not— um, just because they, of who they were, they had grace. But Paul talks to the believer who's outside of this group of chosen individuals, and it is because of who we who we were. We were we felt sinners and we felt grief and we never felt like we could do enough. Because we couldn't. Right. Well, and, and that was the whole point that uh, that Paul was making to the Galatians because they had Jewish people telling them, hey, listen, if you if you want to be into this new thing, this gospel, just go get circumcised. Yeah. Just keep these laws. And Paul's like, no, 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 no. Don't don't make them do all that. It's justification by faith, right. not by the law. That's so, it. so I like what your pastor said. It's not just context. It's audience. Thank you so much for jumping in today. OK, Miss Danita. God bless you. Well, this is a good conversation. I hope you're enjoying it. Let's go to Stephanie in, in Washington, D.C. Hello, Miss Stephanie. How are you? How are you doing, Dr. Anderson? I'm excited to be talking this theology. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we talk about work, um, uh, we work from our faith, Ooh. not for. Okay. Okay. So, okay. And I like the and I like the word atonement too. He atoned. He paid the full price for every sin that what? I will commit that I have thought of the past, future, and all of it. Wow. You know what? Somebody's being freed up listening to this conversation today. I'm telling you, someone's hearing y'all teach and talk, and they literally are being freed. So uh, thank you for sharing that, okay? That's good stuff. Thank you so much for your show, Dr. Anderson. A lot of people are being freed up because of your show. Thank you. Blessings to you. Take care. That's (laughs) Stephanie. Did y'all hear that? She said we're working from our salvation, not for our salvation. Did you get it? All right. So, you know, we fight from victory, not just for victory. I like it a lot. So maybe James is trying to say something else then. Maybe James has something else in mind. We'll learn more about that on the other side of the break. But I want to get to Jennifer in Laurel, Maryland right now. So let's go there. Hello, Miss Jennifer. How are you today? Hi, Dr. David Anderson. I'm so glad to be on your show. I love your show. It's such a blessing. (laughs) Thank you. Well, what do you think? Are you loving the topic? Yes, I love the topic. It's funny. On my way to work, I was just listening to Romans 8. Um, in the book of Romans. And so I was saying to God, what does justification mean um, when it talks to us about being justified? Whom he called, he justified. Um, And so here we are, you're on the radio talking about I said, I have to call in because (laughs) I don't believe in coincidences. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So do you like that definition just as if I'd never done it before? 
Oh, I was freed up by that. And I was just thanking God for this moment because um, God, when we seek him, he's right there for us as yeah. we're seeking him. And he answered your um, prayer. The more, that's right. That's right. And so this was just for me. And then when you said, is, is there a discrepancy between faith and work? I said to myself, well, the scripture came to me that said, um, our righteousness is a filthy rag. Right. Speaks to that. Right. Um, and the Old Testament justifies the New Testament or it speaks to Scripture testifies of itself. Right. Uh, when the and, Romans also says none are righteous. No, not one. That's right. That's right. So no matter how much so I work with those, my works were never going to make it right. Is your point? It's filthy rags, huh? <laughs> that's right. That's right. We have to come from a mindset like the other callers, like Stephanie and all the other callers were saying. You you step out in faith to do the work because you yeah. don't know what will pan out. God is the one who uh, allows us to continue forth to do what he's called us to do. Yeah, but we yeah. don't know what's going to happen as we step out in faith and do the work that we feel as though will bless somebody else. I or love it. We're, we're calling. We have to make sure that we leave it up to God and it's by faith that we leave the work up to God. Amen. So I'm we, a, also, we also I'm, have to I'm, by I'm, faith. I'm going to leave you right there as I go to my break. That's some good stuff. Thank you, Miss Jennifer. Man, I hope y'all are enjoying this conversation. We still got 30 minutes left, so let's get through the break and keep talking about what it means to be justified by faith. the address of your memories a place of caring celebration and laughter your home is always looking after you but your home needs looking after too trust fletcher home for decks roofing siding windows and baths you can count on all with a lifetime guarantee get 50 percent off installation plus no interest no payments until 2024 letting fletcher take care of your home is really about taking care of you call 540-300-1567 Quality home improvement and service you can trust. Call on Fletcher Home. Picture yourself with your two best friends. Now picture this. One in three adults has prediabetes and doesn't know it. But prediabetes can be reversed before it becomes diabetes. So you and your friends take the free one-minute risk test today to learn your risks and the steps you can take to turn prediabetes around. Visit virginiadiabetes.org forward slash prevention. Brought to you by the Virginia Department of Health. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. Tune in and now on radio.com. Don't miss Developing Dynamic Disciples with John Jenkins. Saturday mornings at 1030 right here on WAVA. The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith, a time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you, 
that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way to protect your retirement. I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, live conversation about the justification by faith. And if you're just joining us, that's the second half of the show. Glad you got in your car. Glad you're a part of uh, where we have been. You missed miss some good stuff but you can always go back to facebook put in at anderson speaks or put in my name dr david anderson and you can see the whole show the topic the theology of justification it's theological thursday and here's the question does justification by faith what does that mean are works necessary for salvation what do you think about that and if you want to know what justification means just think of the word salvation or an easy way to remember it, justification means just as if I'd never done it. So what, what Paul is saying is that a person is not justified by the works of the law. That's religion. Trying to be good, trying to do what God's commandments are, keeping the Ten Commandments, and God will save me. And when I get to heaven, if my good works outweigh my bad works, if I'm a good moral person, maybe like my grandma was, I'm not cheating, I'm not stealing, I'm going to be a good moral person, and I'll even give some money to the church, I'll christen my children, all those things. Then when I get to the other side, God's going to say, you know what, you are a pretty good human being. Come on into heaven. Well, that ain't true. There's nowhere in Scripture that says that. And Paul is saying, on the other hand, by faith in Jesus Christ. That's it. So we, too, have put our faith in Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith in Christ, not by works. So then we ask the question, are works necessary for salvation? Well, James says in James chapter 2, without works, faith is, faith is dead. So are they in conflict or are they complementing one another that's what I've been. I've been. I've been stirring the pot on purpose. I, I'm loving the conversation. I'll give you a few more opportunities to speak into it, and then I'll uh, I'll try to pull it all together for you. So get your pens and paper ready before the end of the the program because I'm going to explain the difference between justification, sanctification, and glorification. All right, the three tenses of salvation, but we're not there yet because I got to go back to the phone lines and I'm excited to do it. Let's talk to Mike. Mike is in Bowie, Maryland. Oh, well, yeah, I got you, Mike. How you doing? Fine. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, enjoying the conversation. What about you? I'm doing well also. What I wanted to add to the conversation is that Jesus said in John 14, verse 15, 
if you love me, keep my commandments. Uh-huh. That's doing something. It is. And he also said, yeah, and in First John, he said, the way you know that you know him is if you keep the commandments. Right. So you're saying that all the stuff that God told us to do, the commandment, he told us do this, do that. You said he told us to do it because he doesn't want us to do it? Right. Is that the point? Is you that me? Right. Is that the point? Oh, so- he said do it because he doesn't want you to do it? Right. He said, do these things. He command, a commandment is a command that he meant. Right. So he said, do it. But you're saying he said, do it, but he doesn't want you to do it. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that, but think about it now. If, if, if he says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments, but I don't keep his commandments, what does that mean? You don't love him. Right. So do I have to love him first in order to be saved? Well, I'll say this. He also says in First John, the way you know that you know him is to keep his commandments. Uh-huh. So if you don't know him, will he save you? Well, here's a good question. Do, do I have to know him before I'm saved by him? Well, uh, doesn't it say that he said he's going to say to people in the last day, I never knew you. Depart from me. I never knew you. Oh, so I, you I never. Hang on. Him, right? Yeah, that's right. I never knew you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what him. he's going to say. So, that's what he's going to say. So I can, never knew you. So, oh, so part of it. You know him. Uh, so what you're saying is uh, you don't know him, but he knows you. Correct. So no, what are you saying? Yes. Yeah, what I'm saying is a lot of people are like I know. the Look, I know. The, I know the president, Joe Biden. I know. I know uh, his height. I know his race. I know his age. But go ask Joe Biden. Do you know David Anderson? Now, I'd be surprised if he said, yeah, I listen to him every day on Real Talk. But my guess is he's going to say, uh, <laughs> okay, no, so I don't know so David Anderson. Words, say- and so part of knowing is like a man and a woman in the Old Testament, they knew one another. It's a both and. It's like not do I just know him mentally through uh, what the Greek the Greek word is oida, an intellectual knowledge. I know Joe Biden. The question is, does Joe Biden know me? And that comes with relationship. Okay, so, okay, so that means... All the people saying they have a personal relationship, they don't have it because you can't have a personal relationship with somebody that doesn't know you or you don't know, right? Well, here's the question. So if I so if I say I have a personal relationship, if you're, do you have any children? Yes. Okay. And how many do you have? Three. Okay. So I'm guessing that there's only three people on this entire planet that when they say daddy, you say, yes, they're mine. Am I right? Now, if t- two other children show up and say, hey, daddy, hey, daddy, what would you say to them? Don't know you. Exactly. You're nice. I like you. What's your name? You need some money. But at the end of the day, they're not your kids. So we're talking about who's been born into the family of God, and he only is going to respond to those that are his kids. Well, he also said he doesn't. You don't know him if you don't keep his commandments. So, that's not a relationship. Well, you know, but you don't know him, right? And then, it, and then, like you're saying, God said, "Do this, do that, and do the other." Yep. But he didn't mean he's, he was. Was he joking when he gave commandments and said, "Do them"? Well, here's the thing: we're, we're talking about we're talking about for salvation, right? We're not talking about for relationship. We're talking about for salvation. In other words, in order to be saved. Did that man on the Did that man on the cross need to keep the commandments? Did he need to get down and get baptized? 
He, he did. He did. I thought he went right to hell. I thought he, he went right the with the Lord. He, no, I'm saying he kept the commandments. What right? commandment did oh, he keep? Talking, oh, you, we, the man I'm on the cross. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Today Christ. You would be, I thought you no, were talking about Christ. No, no, no. I thought you were talking about okay, Christ. Okay, I got you. that man on the I'm cross. I'm sorry. I got you. No, no, no. I'm talking about the dude next to him that said, remember me when you get into your kingdom. He says, today you'll be with me in paradise. Did he keep any commandments? We don't know whether he kept the commandments. We don't know. Well, he we went don't to, know that. He died. But we don't know whether he kept the commandments before he died. Okay. We don't know that. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What are the commandments? What? What are the commandments? Name a couple. Just thou name two. Thou shalt not steal. Thou, thou shalt not steal. Okay. Thou shalt not lie. Okay. Thou shalt love the Lord your God. Uh, thou shalt commit adultery. Okay. So he kept all those in the last minutes of his life? In the last minutes of his life? Yeah, because he, yeah, he was on the cross. He didn't have a chance. It, that's yeah, my point. He didn't have a chance to do anything. That's my else. point. But, oh, he was, saying, but was he I'm justified? That, that last one second. But was he justified? Was he, was he saved? What do you mean, was he justified? Was he saved? Uh, well, he, apparently, yes. Christ had, for, Christ had the ability to forgive sins and whatever he did. So he was and saved. He, he clearly did it. And declared righteous. Because he placed his faith in Jesus. Yes, and prior to that, we don't know what he was what he was doing prior. To well, that. we know he was because he was crucified as a criminal. Well, he I lived know, his I whole know, life well, as a criminal. Of, uh, I can name some people that were, were put to death or put in jail that didn't do it. Well, I do too, but, uh, but that ain't the point. We're not talking like about you. Tell you mean to tell me that the other two criminals didn't do it? They didn't do anything. They were all like Jesus. Well, only one of them. Only one of them was going to get. He gave salvation. Did he say the other? Are you really arguing? Are you really arguing for the for the two criminals that they didn't? They even knew they did it. No, no, they, I'm not. Okay. No, I'm not. But I'm arguing for Christ. I'm saying if if, if people if we lo- if we say we love Christ, we shouldn't we do what he said. I agree with that, but that's about love and fellowship. We're not talking about love and fellowship. We're talking about salvation, justification by faith alone. Do you come into a relationship with God, get declared righteous, and are born again by faith or by works? That's the question. I would say this. In uh, Revelation chapter 14, verse 15, it says, Here are they that keep the commandments of God Mm -hmm. and the faith in Jesus. Okay. Okay. You have to have both. Both for salvation or both for Romans 14. So when they say David Anderson, guess what? He kept the works and he had the faith. So does that mean salvation comes by faith? Or does that mean I get rewarded? Because guess what? I was saved, but I also did my best to keep the commandments. Now I'm rewarded. Well, if you if you re- kept the commandments, you repented from whatever you did that was incorrect, because none of us are able to for our right. uh, throughout life to not do something. Uh-huh. You repented, Christ had forgiveness for you, and you so you kept the cam- commandments to the best of your ability, right, right. and the faith in Christ. Hey, man, I'm loving I'm loving the conversation. Hand in hand, I'm loving the conversation. Hand hand. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. This is important. Thank you, Mike, for kicking up with me the dust a little bit because these are the things we need to be talking about, my friend. I appreciate it, okay? All right. You take, take care. Have Blessings. a good day. That's Mike from Bowie. What do y'all think? I'm going to close the lines now, but those that are on, I'm going to see if I can get to you, and I'm going to explain these three tenses of salvation as soon as
as I get back, I think what Mike was talking about was something called sanctification. And I'm going to talk to you about that in just a moment. We'll be right back. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. All right, let me explain the three tenses of salvation, and then I'm coming right back to the phone lines. When you see the word salvation in the New Testament, uh, and you may see it in three tenses, one tense is the future tense. You will be saved. If you do this, you will be saved. The other is the present tense. You are being saved. And then there's the past tense. You, I was saved, all right? So I was saved, am being saved, will be saved. Past, present, future. Now, I was saved is past. That was a point in time or period in time when you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You were born again. I was born on May 1st, whatever the year was. Okay, so I was born. I am living, and I will go into eternal life. Salvation comes in three tenses. So when you're reading it in scripture, which one is it talking about? Is it talking about justification? That's past a point in time where I was saved. I was born again. That's called justification. I was declared in that moment righteous, just as if I'd never done anything before. That's justification. Or is it uh, present salvation, which is what we call in theological world sanctification, the process of being saved over time or the process of growing or the process of sinning less, the growth, 
becoming mature and mighty in Christ. That's sanctification. That's an ongoing relationship with God where I'm learning how to sin less. I'm learning how to keep the commandments better. I'm learning how to be a better Christian. I'm growing, right? Just like you grow from being a baby to being a, a middle schooler or a high schooler or an adult, that sort of thing. So salvation in the past is justification. Salvation in the present is sanctification. Now, salvation in the future is called glorification. When we will be completely glorified, our fallen bodies will be changed. We will be in heaven forever. So I will be saved. All right. So when you're reading the word salvation, you got to ask yourself the question, is it past, present or future? Is it justification, sanctification or glorification? That's important in the context. It's important to understand what the writer is trying to talk about. So justification, listen to this. You write this one down if you want to, and then I'm going back to the phone lines. Justification saves you from the penalty of sin. Sanctification saves you from the practice of sin. Glorification saves you from the presence of sin. Remember those three Ps. Justification saves you from the penalty of sin. The wages of sin is death, eternal death. Guess what? When you're justified, that penalty, you're saved from it. You'll never live eternally separated from God in hell. Okay, that's what justification is. Sanctification saves you from the presence of sin. All right? I mean, from the, uh, from the practice, I'm sorry, from the practice of sin, which means as I grow in Christ, I sin less. I may not be sinless, but I sin less. I try to do better. I'm trying not to uh, curse as much, be as angry, uh, hurt other people. I'm more sensitive. I'm growing in my, in my faith. That's sanctification, saving you from the practice of sin. You should be practicing it less, okay? So salvation from the penalty of sin, salvation from the practice of sin, and then finally glorification is salvation from the presence of sin. Christ will come back and take us home. We'll, there'll be no sin in heaven. All right, if you die and go to, before the Lord, there's no sin in heaven. So we will one day all be saved from the presence of a sinful, evil world. All right, so there you have it. Three tenses of salvation. I hope you got that down. Now, back to the phone lines. Chris is on the line from Fairfax, Virginia. Hey, Chris, Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? How are you doing this evening? Good talking to you. And hey, you. real quick, I think it's both. I think, I think faith is the cornerstone. Um, so you're saved through faith, and works complements it. But yeah. if you substitute the word work for the practical application of your faith. Yeah. So I think, I think it really complements. You can have faith, um, but if you don't live by faith and do things through faith, you're not yeah. saved. Versus you, it's... You, if you don't have faith and you, you try to be a good person and you do all those things, right, right. you definitely won't be safe. So I think <laughs> right. I think you need both. But, I think you, I think the word works. I think we 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 misconstrue the word works. I think that's the the practical application of your faith. You can yeah. have faith that's there, but if you don't, if if people don't see your faith, yeah. So I think it's kind of both. Well, it is both for for salvation. I think it's just one faith in Christ done. Yeah. Now, for sanctification, meaning that you're going to grow in your faith, that is where the works come in. And the more you walk with the Lord, the more you work for the Lord, because the more you love the Lord and worship the Lord. Right. And so that comes that comes with that with that growth. So I see exactly what you're saying. And I appreciate you making the point today. Okay. Yes, sir. Bless you. Now, these are great topics. I love it. Thanks, man. You too. And so what about James saying without faith, the works is dead. Let me tell you what James is saying. James is not saying that works saves you, okay? James is saying you work from your faith. In other words, faith works. If you have faith, 
faith works. Get it? If you have faith, then your faith will work. I'll be right back. Don Crow here with Plymouth Haven Baptist Church. In Jeremiah 15, 21, God says, And I will deliver you out of the hand of the wicked, and I will redeem you out of the hand of the terrible. The great Spurgeon once said about this verse, Note the glorious personality of the promise. I will. The Lord Jehovah pledges himself personally to rescue his people, and his own arm shall do it that he may have the glory. Now, if you're one of God's children, if you really belong to him, then he's on record as being fully responsible for your deliverance, whatever circumstance you may be facing right now. Bottom line, God has this wonderful habit of keeping his word and delivering his people, and he is ready to do that for you. If you're looking for a church and ministry that will encourage you and strengthen your faith, why not visit us this Sunday morning at Plymouth Haven Baptist Church, 8600 Plymouth Road, Alexandria, Virginia. More information and directions are available at PlymouthHaven.org. It's a day of hope with food for the poor. We're inviting you to give food to children in some of the poorest countries on this side of the world. Right now, you can be an answer to prayer for families in Honduras, Guatemala, and Haiti when you dial 855-860-HOPE. That's 855-860-4673. Or when you click the red Give Life banner at Weva.com. These family stories are devastating. Imagine if it was you who had to choose each day which of your children would eat or you had to give your children twigs just to stop their hunger pangs because of a generous match right now your gift of 144 dollars provides four children with food for a year hundreds of children are praying that a hero like you will step forward how many children can you bring back from the brink of starvation with your generous gift dial 855-860-4673 855-860-HOPE or click the red give life banner at weva.com First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Well, friends, we don't work for our faith. We work from our faith. Once you have faith in Christ, it's from that relationship that you work from it and you should be working from it nothing's worse than someone who gets saved and then uh, uh walks away from the faith and then it does question did they ever really get saved and i believe that that is a great conversation and topic for us to have you know what does it mean 
uh, when you see somebody who doesn't show any fruit whatsoever, uh, maybe they weren't really saved. So that's another conversation. But I do love this conversation we've been having. I wish we could have more of it. I think I have time to maybe get in one or two more calls. So let's go to Julie in Baltimore, Maryland. Hello, Miss Julie. How are you? I'm doing all right. Thank you for taking the call, Dr. Anderson. My pleasure. What are you thinking? Oh, so you just mentioned fruit. I was thinking about that, but but the salvation itself, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 has always gone clear to me. You are saved by grace through faith. Mm-hmm. You're the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Mm-hmm. If we could say that we saved ourselves, then we would be walking around bragging, and Jesus gets the, look, Jesus is supposed to be getting the glory. Look at that. I was hoping somebody would bring up, <laughs> that's good stuff, <laughs> that Ephesians 2. I mean, it's pretty clear, isn't it? To me, it is. <laughs> no, it's clear. It's clear to all of us. And, and let me let me read it again. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. Well, that's pretty clear. And this in this not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Could it be any clearer, Miss Julie? I don't think so. Yep. But yet uh, we are to work. Verse 10 says we are his workmanship, you know, created to do good works even in advance. So he wants us to do good works. He just wants us to do it from the relationship we have with him as opposed to trying to get a relationship with him. Amen. 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 I, I just also, Dr. Anderson, I just want to say thank you for those three P's because they were taught to me a couple times in church, but I've never heard them explained so clearly. Thank you. Oh, that's wonderful. Thanks for saying that. I'm so glad uh, it came through. God bless you, okay? Thank you, and have a good one. You too. What is Miss Julie talking about? Those three P's. So the penalty of sin, the practice of sin, and the presence of sin. When you are saved— you are saved from the penalty of sin, that's justification. Saved from the practice of sin, that's sanctification. Saved from the presence of sin, that's glorification. The three tenses of salvation. Salvation past, salvation present, salvation future. Well, I pray that all of you who are listening have all three. That you have a date, a time, a period in your life in the past where you gave your life to Christ. That's justification. God declared you righteous. So I hope that's happened to all of you. If it hasn't, uh, pray and invite Jesus to come into your life right now. If you do that, you will be declared righteous before God. And then I hope that all of you are being sanctified, being made more holy, getting better, not bitter, uh, uh, sinning less. You're not sinless, but doing the best you can, trying to keep the commandments, loving God and making the relationship work the best you can. That's sanctification. I hope that that's working for y'all. And one day I hope to see all of y'all in glory. And we know in this world, we don't know when we're going to die. We don't know when uh, we're going to cross over. But whenever it is, I hope I'm going to see y'all there, okay? Well, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we do thank you that you are a saving God, that you actually want to save us so that we can be in a relationship with you in this life as well as in the life to come. I pray for those that don't know you and the pardon of their sins, that even from this show, they would bow right now, even after the show's over, and invite you into their lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, this is Norm, service manager at 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.